step into a world where courage knows no bounds. Fearless is more than a word, it's a state of mind. It's about meeting adversity head on and standing strong in the face of fear. Now, imagine infusing that fearlessness with an unwavering passion and an unrelenting drive. That's exactly the mix that defines Tal Baum, the remarkable force behind Oliva Restaurant Group. With her at the helm, this extraordinary group of restaurants in Atlanta has redefined dining experiences. Stay tuned as we delve into Tal's incredible journey, discover how she transitioned from an entirely different path to become the trailblazing founder and CEO of a top tier restaurant conglomerate in the bustling Atlanta metro area. Get ready to be inspired by her story of fearlessness, determination, and culinary excellence. Tal, thank you so much for being with us here today. Oh, it's absolutely my pleasure. Always love chatting with you, Dana. Thank you. So I'm going to give her another shout out for another great introduction. And this is for Randy over at FAB, because it seems that almost all of my guests, the first time I meet them is through the conference. So, so happy we got a chance to meet, but we were actually connected slightly before from one of my partners here at Aprio, who you went on a great trip to Israel with. I love how all the worlds collide. Tell, why don't you tell our listeners who might not be as familiar with you and Oliva Restaurant Group a little bit about you and your background? Sure. I actually, I have a degree in architecture and that's kind of how my professional life started. I went to architecture school in Florence, Italy, lived there for seven years, uh, an incredible time of my life. I sometimes, I'm envy at myself for those seven years. And after my first son was born, I moved to Atlanta to be closer to the, my family and I felt like I left a piece of my soul back in Italy and that as much as I enjoy architecture, I'm not fulfilling my full self through that profession. And I had to make a shift. I had to, after three or four years working as an architect, I felt like something is missing. And that's how my first restaurant was born, at Bellina Alimentari in Pond City Market. I was so naive. I, had, I literally had no idea what I was doing. But I was, and still am, I was fearless. I was, I believed in the concept. I believe, I still believe in hospitality too much. And I'm so passionate about it. And that's kind of how my journey started. Right. So Tal, you're an architect and you love food, but how, what, what were you thinking in the most amazing way to say, I'm going to open a restaurant? Um, I, you know, people ask me that question often and I genuinely don't know. I can't go back and identify the moment where I said, oh, I'm going to open a restaurant. Um, I, I can't really go back to that moment. I cannot remember how that urge in me came about. I just, I think, felt like hospitality is a great combination of all the things I love. It's about design. It's about people. It's about food. It's about, you know, putting a smile on someone's face. And I think that's what my, my biggest draw um, to that right. industry. That's the best. So now here you are, you have one restaurant open, you're in Pond City Market, you have a young child at home. And yes. now fast forward how many years, you have an amazing growing restaurant group that is like one of the hottest things going in Atlanta. What did that journey look like for you? So that journey, if I had to, you know, kind of summarize it in one phrase, was is learning from my own mistakes. 
and always be driven by passion. And when I started, I had to rely on my own instincts. Uh, one of the phrases that I heard often in, in my first years is like, oh, you're crazy. Pick a different profession. You have a degree in architecture. Just do, do, go do something else. And not listening to those voices and the negatives and the people that, you know, tried to get me out of it was probably the smartest thing, the smartest thing I've ever done because I would not be where I am today without, you know, the, that advice. And I think the more people told me, don't do that, the more I was driven by that and the more uh, encouraged I was to just keep going. There's nothing as satisfying, right, as proving everybody else wrong. Absolutely. Right, and, and succeeding. So again, for those who aren't as familiar with the restaurant group, tell us about the restaurants now. Tell us what you guys have in the portfolio. Um, so we currently have a, port a portfolio of six different brands. Um, each one of them represents a different chapter of my own journey of or our journey as a company. So starting with Bellina, which is our Italian um, uh, restaurant and market. Uh, Bellina um, also had, alongside the restaurant, uh, we also have um, cooking classes that we teach at the restaurant, and we all and we have a market with products that I import from Italy. Um, oh, and it's so, so amazing. Yes, by the way, we are launching an amazing um, gift basket line for just in time for the holidays. Um, we'll be promoting that as well. Thank you. I love that. Um, and so Bellina will always be my first home, you know, my first child, where everything started. After Belina had success, I felt like I'm ready to uh, start dealing a little bit more with my roots and um, diving into the Middle East, uh, Middle Eastern, modern Israeli world. And that's how um, our second and third concept, Aziza and Reina, were born. Aziza, located in West Midtown, is modern Israeli cuisine serving some traditional recipes and things that I grew up eating in a modern and local interpretation. Uh, it was, the concept was designed in a way that will make you feel as if you are coming to have a dinner at my own house back in Tel Aviv. Um, oh, that sounds so delicious right now. Yes, I know. Well, we have to have a date, Dana, when, yes. when you're in Atlanta. And then a few months after this opened, we opened Rena, which is kind of the sister lighter concept, um, serving casual Tel Avivian street food. Um, from a design perspective, each one of the concepts tells a story and try to transport you to that experience. So at Bellina, you feel like you just stepped into the market or a small cafe back in Italy. Ziza is my own home. Uh, and Brina is, has that wonderful beach vibe from the streets of Tel Aviv. Um, right after Rina, two months to be precise, after we opened Rina, um, the pandemic started. Uh, it was extremely difficult couple of years where we had to navigate two openings that just happened um, with, with the pandemic. It, it was probably the longest two years of my life. Uh, but we came out of it strong, and right after the pandemic, we opened Atrium, 
which is Modern American and Carmel uh, that just recently opened. That is a love letter to the coast. Um, and we're now working on expanding Marina as a brand and opening a second location up in Avalon. And um, I think, and that was kind of what I was going to ask, right? If someone listens to your story and most of our listeners are restaurant owners or people interested in the growth in the restaurant space. And I'm guilty of it too, right? My first thing is, oh my God, you have six brands. You have so many different things going on. What's the growth brand? So you just started to talk about Rena being a growth brand. So what made you choose that one? First of all, it's a concept that is very dear to my heart. Rena, all of my restaurants are named after a strong female in my life. And Rena is my grandma who definitely inspired me and taught me the love of cooking from a very young age. And that's a more, you know, philosophical kind of romantic way to look about it. From a business perspective, Rena is a fast casual concept with a medium to, I mean, low to medium ticket average okay. with significantly lower operational costs. And one thing that the pandemic taught me and that, you know, the, the financial burden and the, re, I don't know if we can call it recession or, but the, the hardship that our world is going through, people might give up the fine dining, the more upscale dining experience when they need to tighten up their belt. But at the end of the day, people need to eat. And the fast casual concept to me are the ones that have the, the longevity to survive uh, different crises and different things that are happening in a way that is more proofs more stability. And so it's a combination of that and the relatively easier operational side that comes with running concept of that nature. And I don't think we should minimize the fact that the food is just so approachable, right? It's like Absolutely. something that yep. you could eat at, you could eat it more than once a week if you want. It's not Absolutely. something that's so specific and specialized. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. We have people that come and eat three, four times a week just because it's so diverse and we have some really craveable items on the menu. And I think that the smartest thing about Rina is that adaptation process that we went through taking those very traditional Israeli dishes, Middle Eastern dishes, and presenting them in a very American way. And so it really is a concept that everybody can relate to. Coming from architecture, now you're in restaurants, you're growing a brand, you are a strong, successful woman, you know, also a mom doing this, you know, by yourself, you don't have an outside financial team that has come in like a private equity group or anything like that. How do you keep it together? Like what are some things that someone listening could say, oh my goodness, how does she do it all? Right. I know no one really does it all, but like, it kind of sounds like you do. Um, I let go and I take care of myself the same way that I take care of everything around me. Uh, you know, I have three kids and 350 employees. I never have a dull moment unless I put it on the calendar. So I find that those, you know, blocks of time that I take to focus on myself and I take that time to breathe and acknowledge that everything will be okay eventually is what allows me to hang in there and go through the rough times. And I do it, you know, whether it's meditation, exercising, going on vacation, working with, working and listening to different podcasts. I really try to squeeze that self-care time into my schedule because 
I'm like, I'm nonstop. I work 24-7. If I'm not working at the restaurants, I'm working at home and being a mom to my kids and a wife to my husband. And there is never a stop unless you decide that there is a stop. Right. No, and again, I think that's super important and definitely a great takeaway. Anything else you want our listeners to know about you, the restaurants, any like final, as we're wrapping up, any final words of advice or encouragement to someone listening who's thinking about getting into this crazy world we live in? I think the, the couple of words that, I, that comes to mind that can kind of describe the experience and what it really takes for someone who want to be part of that industry. Because I know I get calls pretty much every other day. Oh, I make a great omelette. Do you think I should open a restaurant? Or <laughs> all my friends are saying I'm such an amazing cook making this rare dish that nobody heard about. I'm thinking about opening a concept. I think... No matter what your idea is, no matter what you want to do, you need to be extremely passionate about it and be very resilient. You have to be resilient. You have to be able to overcome any crisis that will come your way. And I think that's true to any business, not just our industry. But on top of that, you have to love it, be super passionate about it, want to be a part of it with every inch of your body and just enjoy the journey. Well, I think on those words, yes. If Once it stops being fun, right? It's not time, it's time to stop doing it. Tal, I love talking to you. Thank you so much. I cannot wait to break bread when I come down to Atlanta next month and we'll set a date. So thank you so much again for your time. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Dana Delivers. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I want to encourage you to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and share it with your friends, colleagues, and anyone else who could benefit from it. We have great conversations with top leaders in the restaurant, franchise, and hospitality space where they offer their knowledge and expertise and give us valuable insight into these industries. If you have any questions or observations you'd like to share with me, please reach out at dana.zukowski at aprio.com or visit our website at aprio.com to learn more about all the different ways Aprio can help your business. Thanks for tuning in, and I look forward to delivering more valuable content soon.